podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Bet Bikes Royal Ascot is sponsored by Star Sports. Pip to the post, get money back as a free bet if you finish second, beaten by a neck or less in all races at Royal Ascot. Maximum free bet £25, win part only, 18 plus only. For full terms and conditions, visit starsports.bet. Welcome to the only Royal Ascot podcast that brings you the best bets and insight from industry experts on every race of the most valuable festival in the UK. Each race covered in full in under 90 seconds. This is Bet Bites Royal Ascot. We're back for day three of Royal Ascot and it's Gold Cup Day after a Wednesday where love was all around, all you need and don't tell the stewards, the drug. This could be and perhaps should be all about Stradivarius today. Or will it? And will the Queen take her seat to witness yet another moment of racing history? Let's over to oddschecker.com's Andy Holding and first Luke Elder. This is Bet Bites Royal Ascot in association with Star Sports. Always bet responsibly, be gambleaware.org. Day three of Royal Ascot gets underway with the Norfolk Stakes, a group two for two-year-olds over five furlongs. And Aidan O'Brien uh, sure to have a pretty hot hand in this race with Cadamosto, a horse who we haven't seen all that often. He's been a non-runner a whole host of times for a, a varying degree of reasons. The likes of having a temperature, he's been off feed as well three separate occasions and unsuitable ground on a couple of uh, times, including with a bit of ease in the surface. So that will be interesting because there is a bit of rain over at night and also going into the afternoon. It'll be interesting to see quite how soft it does get. It's not going to be uh, bordering on the softer side uh, just yet, but maybe later on in the week we could be seeing something like that. So I thought I'd look elsewhere, and a horse who has won with a little bit of ease in the ground in the past, that's uh, Little Earl, uh, who managed to win at Catterick a couple of outings ago, was second behind Ebro River in the National Stakes at uh, Sandown last time around. That race one that's working out fairly nicely uh, this week. Ebro River ran well earlier on in the week. We had Chipotle back in sixth place. He went and uh, won uh, yesterday afternoon, so that form doesn't look too bad. Novello as well was back in third. He reopposes uh, here but I do think Little Earl uh, could run okay I'd be wary if the Wesley Ward runner of Lucci was outworked by uh, Twilight Gleaming uh, the other day and also uh, there is a bit of a uh, concern for ease in the ground regarding Lucci so I'd swerve him with John Velazquez on board and we'll have a go at one of the bit of a price with Little Earl in the Norfolk You're listening to Bet Bites Royal Ascot in association with Star Sports Andy Holding here from OddsTicker.com taking a look at the second race on day three of Royal Ascot 2021 and there's a potential for a, a huge going change uh, according to the forecast. We're going to get quite a bit of rain uh, throughout the early part of the morning all the way through to perhaps lunchtime and that could affect the ground quite significantly and it will also affect the chances of Mohafeth. Of course it was a late defector from the derby due to the rain softened conditions so uh, will he even run? We don't know. Uh, which makes this race uh, a little bit more tricky to solve um, at time of recording. Um, presuming that he still um, uh, faces the starter, he could be a little bit uneasy in the betting if the rain falls in a huge amount of quantities. Uh, and with that in mind, I'd probably look towards something that's guaranteed to go on the ground, um, and that's the uh, Rostafarian uh, right down the bottom. He's uh, been uh, taken on a very high company so far this season. He found the ground too quick for him, at Newmarket uh, in the um, Craven Stakes when he was behind at Master of the Seas. But he didn't shake too badly. He kept on quite well uh, from the back of the field to only get beat six lengths. 
And he once again run with uh, quite a decent amount of credit last time out in the Group 1. Uh, two th- Irish 2,000 guineas behind uh, Max Swinney, of course. Uh, Poetic Flair was uh, ahead of him on that occasion. He got rather stranded towards the near side uh, rail. Didn't get much cover <coughs> and couldn't quite get into the uh, race as anticipated. He was a little bit of a springer in the market. Last season, he showed good form on soft ground at Salisbury and Pontefract. So his body of work, when there has been a little bit of ease in the ground, certainly suggests that he's up to running a decent race in this contest. And around about 12 to 1, he probably is the each way value. Now, if you're a subscriber to BetBites, you'll also have the preview of the US Open Golf with our BetBites golf team of Dave Tendall and James Butler. They'll be giving you their insights and tips in between rounds at Tory Pines, concluding on Sunday morning for the special final day edition. That's BetBites Golf in association with tourtips.com. Uh, the 3.40 at Royal Ascot it is the mile and a half Ribblesdale Stakes, a group two for three-year-old fillies, a race that Sir Michael Stout hasn't won for quite some time. You have to go back to 2003 when Spanish Sun took this race with Richard Hughes on board. However, Noon Star will be a pretty warm order uh, to break that uh, trend. James Doyle on board was second last time at York in the Musadora, but that was behind Snowfall and at Epsom in the Oaks. That form did take a bit of a, a boost. Was very keen in the start of that contest though, so do keep that in mind. It's stepping up a couple of furlongs uh, in trip. Uh, the uh, start of the race will be just as interesting as the end regarding Noonstar and with that we'll look elsewhere we'll go for the unbeaten daughter of Muhara for Roger Varian and Jim Crowley yes was a big price winner in listed company at Newbury last time around but uh, Eshada uh, came through that with uh, flying colours and I think the Staffordman trip will suit uh, Eshada did manage to win on debut as well importantly has won on soft and good to soft ground so any rain that does come and there is meant to be uh, a little bit uh, dropping around the Ascot area uh, overnight and into the afternoon as uh, mentioned that will be a positive for Roger Varian's charge. I do think Ashada could be a bit better than we've seen so far, and she'll be the selection in the Riddlesdale. New betting people interviews are published every week at Star Sports. Exclusive interviews with the key people from the world of sports betting. Check out our full library of interviews at starsportsbet.co.uk. BeGambleAware.org. Over 18 only. Nice to have the fans back, great to have Royal Ascot back, and with it, you get Bet Bites back. Lovely stuff. Race number four on day three of the Royal Ascot Festival 2021 is the Gold Cup, the big race of the week, coming up at 4.15 over two and a half miles. And Stradivarius bids to win this race for the fourth consecutive year. The one thing that might prevent him from doing so is if Ascot sees... Uh, quite a bit of rain, which is forecast throughout the course of the morning. So uh, supporters of him will certainly be keeping an eye on, eye on the skies. He's likely to drift if the rain does come um, as anticipated. And he could be vulnerable up against horses that um, have shown a liking for a little bit of ease underfoot. Indeed, he was well beaten the last time he had soft ground here at Ascot. And the winner that day was Trushan, and he looks a bit of value call against his old rival. When there's a big dig in the ground, Alan King's horse is about as good as it gets. And the time figure he produced when he won on Kipco Champions Day in October was absolutely sensational. He won by seven and a half lengths and he actually beat Stradivarius by none other than 62 lengths, uh, which just goes to show what a performance it was by that five-year-old on that occasion. He's just had the one run this season to blow away the cobwebs and it was a good run at that as well when he finished second to Japan 
at Chester in the Ormond Stakes. That was over an adequate trip, uh, but he now steps up to a distance that should really play into his strengths because he's always been a horse who's had a bucket load of stamina. So Trushan, available to back at the time of recording in and around the 9-2, to 5-1 mark. Looks a cast iron each way bet. Should the rainfall, of course, come 4.15. You're listening to Bet Bites Royal Ascot in association with Star Sports. Time for the five o'clock at Ascot, one of the hardest races of the entire week. The Britannia Stakes, a mile handicap for three-year-old Colts and Geldings, where Mithras does hold a pretty strong hand for Jonathan Gost and Frank Dettori on board, but he's going to be very well found in the market, albeit favourites don't do too badly in this contest. Was behind Mostadarf last time around. I don't think that race was really run to suit. That form was boosted somewhat in the St. James's Palace with Highland Avenue running OK from a pretty uncompromising position. Mostadarf had to come for a fair way back in that race and Bullace was also in that contest uh, was back in third on that uh, day but this is handicap company Mithras is running off a mark of 98 and at the start of the season he was considered a horse that could potentially be running in the classics i.e. the 2000 guineas at the start of the year but uh, he has come to uh, this route instead and I do think Mithras is very much the one to beat but we'll have a look at one of the slightly bigger price in the form of Summer Pito for uh, Keith Dalgleish and Joe Fanning coming out of stall 17 should have no real issues on where to go he could go either side it just uh, matters where the pace but has managed to win the last couple of occasions. One at air uh, two starts back uh, with uh, Water Iris six and a half lengths back in second. That was a fantastic performance, but stepped up massively at Wolverhampton uh, last time around. We know that all weather form does translate pretty well uh, to the straight course in particular at uh, Ascot. I think Pito is capable of a fair bit better. Off a mark of 92, I'd expect a bit more improvement. Joe Fanning taking the ride uh, for Keith Dalgleish. Yes, Mithras is the one to beat, but Pito will take a chance with him each way. Follow our top sporting brand ambassadors, Davy Russell, Sylvester D'Souza and Ryan Sidebottom for their exclusive news, views and tips on all the major events with blogs and vlogs at starsportsbet.co.uk. BeGambleAware.org. Over 18 only. Question number six on day three of Royal Ascot 2021 is the King George V Handicap over a mile and a half for the three hours. A race that is always viciously competitive and this year's renewal uh, looks no different. We've got um, at least uh, 10 to a dozen horses who could potentially be well handicapped. Salamarak is the top weight uh, for the Aidan O'Brien, Ryan Moore axis and he's going to be a very popular choice because he won very impressively last time at Leperstown and he was as low as around about 16-20 to 1 for the derby but of course Aidan O'Brien decided just to run the one this year in the shape of Bullshy Bally which of course backfired but he's been saved specifically to come here he could have actually gone down the King Edward um, route at the Group 2 for the three-year-olds later on in the week but um, handicaps it is for the time being and uh, with a decent draw, he should go well, providing the ground doesn't deteriorate too much. Uh, another horse a little bit further down the list, in fact, just sneaking in uh, number 19, he's also called Tash Khan uh, from the Brian Ellison stable. Not normally a source that you'd associate with winning this particular contest, but he has got a, a decent amount of class, this uh, fella. He was second to Kondo Isami at uh, York over a mile and a half. On his first run for Brian since leaving Emmett Mullins, 
back in April. And since then, he went on to demolish his field at Haydock, beating the Queen's horse at Chalkstream, who looked good at the time before in pretty decisive fashion. The time figure of that race is very good. And his back-end sectionals were also excellent, suggesting, uh, certainly to me anyway, that he can operate at a decent level when the ground, of course, in, is in, in his favour. And it might well be... Uh, come at 5.35 tomorrow. So the more rain, the better the chance that uh, Tashkan has in that mile and a half handicap. Always bet responsibly. BeGambleAware.org well, the curtain comes down on day three of Royal Ascot with the 6.10. The 7 furlong Buckingham Palace Stakes, a handicap for horses three-year-old and up. A race that was discarded a couple of years ago from this meeting, but last year was reintroduced and now is a permanent feature at this meeting and also holds one of my better bets of the week in the form of Aldari, who lost the unbeaten tag last time around. Things didn't really go right whatsoever at Goodwood on that occasion. Roskilling got a fantastic ride from the front from Sylvester D'Souza. Has gone on to win since at Epsom as well. Uda Lally was back in second, sat a bit closer to the pace as well, whereas Aldari was right at the back, had to come wider out on the track, and still made up a fair bit of ground into third, but it was an impossible task from that sort of position. I do think Aldari uh, could be fairly solid in the market and pretty tough uh, to beat. A few others uh, in the race, the likes of Bielsa, almost came good last time around. He's been fancied here at Royal Ascot in the uh, past, albeit over a little bit uh, shorter. Second to Punchbowl Flyer, I thought he got that verdict as well as they went past the line, but the photo revealed he was just uh, behind for Kevin Ryan, who's had a win. Uh, this week, Sylvester D'Souza taking the uh, ride. But a few chances uh, in the final race of the day, the Buckingham Palace. I think Aldari is one of the better ones of the week, though. Thanks, as ever, to our contributors Luke Elder and OddsChecker.com's Andy Holding for taking us through the card once again. And what a Thursday it does look set to be. There's two more days of Royal Ascot, and we're with you for both of those as well. So keep those notifications on. Please, as ever, gamble responsibly and gambleaware.org. This is a sports betting media production, and we are in conjunction with Star Sports. Have a good Thursday, and we'll see you on Friday. Bet Bites Royal Ascot is sponsored by Star Sports. Pip to the post, get money back as a free bet if you finish second, beaten by a neck or less in all races at Royal Ascot. Maximum free bet £25, win part only, 18 plus only. For full terms and conditions, visit starsports.bet. Sports Social Podcast Network.